It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sports betting media. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Golf Betting Podcast. Good to have you with us, as always. And we're looking ahead in this one to the PGA Tour, WGC, FedEx, St. Jude Invitational. It's in Memphis. And to join me on this podcast, as always, is the legendary golf pundit, Dave Tyndall. Dave, how are you? Yes, I'm very well. Thank you, James. Looking forward to this one. Two big big weeks coming up in the golf with uh, this WGC event. And the first major of the year next week, the uh, PGA Championship. Exciting times, isn't it? And as always, we're doing this on a Wednesday to give you a little bit more time to pour over the data. Any rumours that are out there? Let's go through the odds, though, before we get into your your picks. Rory McIlroy is the favourite in the market as we stand. You can get as much as 11 to 1 on Rory to win this one. John Rahm is around about the same price. Justin Thomas is 12s. Bryson DeChambeau is in the market at around about 12s as well. Xander Schaffele is in there at 18s. You've got Patrick Cantlay running for you if you want him at 20 to 1 Webb Simpson is around about 22 to 1 and the rest are around about 28 to 1 or bigger Dave looking at this one I mean Rory's uh, favourite in the market he's kind of been bubbling under for a while he's one of these guys that if he gets going then he suddenly starts winning everything and it's the case of trying to get in on him at the right time isn't it is, is this the right time for Rory well obviously this part of this podcast well the raison d'etre of this podcast is to sort of look at quotes and latest quotes and the ones I keep reading about Rory, he seems to be the one who's maybe missing the crowds more than most. I think he certainly feeds off them, loves the atmosphere, and he's finding it all a bit strange. And you look at his, I think more than any other top-class golfer, his pre-break results and his post-comeback results, there's a massive difference. He was just having top fives galore before golf was suspended. And since he's come back, he's not managed the top 10. So I don't quite know what it is, whether you think then, you know, whatever we are, six, seven weeks in, he'll, he'll have got used to it by now. But I think Rory definitely feeds off it more than more than we think. And I, it just seems to be that kind of mental that mental idea that, that that's affecting him more than most because 
yeah, I think it does. We can't just pretend. I know in sports coverage, we're doing everything we can to make it look normal. If you're watching on TV, you get the crowd noise, etc. But I think if you're a player, I don't think you can just make a sweeping statement that they're all going to get used to it at the same time. I think some are, are fine with it, maybe the introverts, but Rory's he's missing it. So that, that's a negative for me against him this week. So he's the attention seeker that's missing the crowd. I and mean, that's one of the reasons that the, uh, the Ryder Cup's been postponed, isn't it? Because the crowds uh, make a massive part of that. And it makes a massive part of golf, doesn't it, in general? We saw Michael Thompson last week. He won the 3M Open from nowhere, didn't he? He was way back in the field at the start of that event. Are we looking at a, a massive outsider for this one? or where, where are you taking us in this market? Yeah, I think if you look at um, if you look at WGC events, you don't get very many, uh, well, hardly any, you know, less than top-class winners. You just go through who's won them all, and um, it's just famous name after famous name. So I'm definitely going to concentrate on um, players in the top 15 in the world rankings this week because I think you can chase a big outsider maybe for each way, but I think we're trying to nail the winner. Let's try and do that this week. I want some names who are in good form and you know are top, top calibre. Right then, give me them. Tell, tell me who's going to win <laughs> this event then. The WG FedEx St. Jude. The winner is... Patrick Reed. There you go. I'll say goodbye yeah. now then. We've, we've, we've nailed it. Yeah, he's certainly the one at the odds who I like best because, you know, you've run through those top six or seven in the betting and the 11s, 12s, 18s. But I don't quite know why Patrick Reed is 35 to 1 this week, given what he's done. I mean, he's a Masters winner. He's won two WGC events, including one this year in Mexico. Um, he's got good course form. He was 12th here last year, 5th in 2013. You go through the tournaments he's won, and it's just a series of big events, either a major, a WGC, or a, a FedEx Cup playoff event. So he, he loves it. I mean, funnily enough, talking about Rory, he, he was another one who thought who I thought was maybe missing the crowds. But I think he's come to terms with it. He was 10th at Memorial last time. Really good performance. His stats were really solid. So I think um, Reed is definitely the value play at 35 to 1 this week. Just, you know, some of these younger golfers who are fantastic, don't get me wrong, like Morikawa and Hovland, but they've not won the big events that Reed has. And, and it's not like Reed is, I mean, Reed's still in his 20s. Let's not forget that. He's still, what he's achieved in his 20s is fantastic. And I just think for whatever reason, he just gets a little bit overlooked. So I think on what he's done and his form this year, very recent form course form, he should be a lot shorter than 35. So, in terms of a value punt, I think he's the one. When you talk about sport, any sport, it's about getting across the line when it really matters. And if you've been there and done it before, you've got that in your locker, haven't you? You can draw upon that. Absolutely. You know, some players have got a reputation of being flaky in a finish, but if you've got Reed and he's up there, you know fine well that that's when his focus sharpens rather than he starts to panic. So I think, you know, if we can just get in contention, then it's great to be on him. And we've got seven each-way places. William Hill, for example, are 35 to one seven each-way places. So I think that's fine. I mean, it's not a full field this week. It's 78 players. I'll bite very good ones. But, you know, you're not going to get one or two sort of odd names in there that eat up the each-way places. So I think with seven to go at, I really like Patrick Reed. So, yeah, number one pick. Is there a number two pick? Yes, the other one I like, just because his form is sensational, is, um, well, Reed's world number eight is Tyrrell Hatton, the world number 14. I mean, the Englishman has just been sensational um, the last few months. Funnily enough, he's hardly played. He had wrist surgery over the winter, and you thought, well, let's you forgive him easing his way back in. But in the four tournaments he's played this year, he's come sixth in the WGC Mexico, won the Arnold Palmer Invitational, which was a, f- a fantastic 
performance to win there in Florida. Then we had the break of three months. Then he, he comes back and you think, well, is there any rust there? Absolutely not. Third at the Heritage, fourth at the Rocket Mortgage. So Tyrrell Hartney just can do no wrong at the minute. His putting is fantastic right now. Played here last year with a 66, but faded a little bit. But I think in his current form, he's just gone up to a different level, Tyrrell Hatton. And, and now he's won on the PGA Tour, won in America. I think that was a big, big step. You know, the likes of Tommy Fleetwood haven't won in America yet. So to Hatton to cross that line, to get it done, I think the next logical step for him is a WGC win and then maybe a major after that. And we've seen him perform well in majors already. He's got a number of top tens in those already. So he's just a player who's he's sort of quick to, you know, he's got a reputation as being a bit of a hothead, but I think too much focus is put on that. If we just look at his bare results, forget that kind of noise about him getting all wound up. His bare results are fantastic. So 28 to 1, maybe he's not as much value as Reed, given what Reed's done in the game, but I still think uh, 28 to 1 on Tyrrell Hatton is a, is a very sporting each way price. As you know, my main sport is cricket. Doing this every week with you, it's turning me into a bit of a golf badger as well. And I've been reading up a little bit on this uh, this event. And there's two names I, I want to ask you about a little bit before we, we finish this podcast today. Brooks Kopker is one of them. He's 30 to 1 in this market. Last week he missed the cut, but he was driving really well. But it was his putting that let him down. If he gets his putter right, first question, is he worth a look at? And we talked about the other guy, Dustin Johnson, last week. He's in a bit of a fallow run at the moment, isn't he? But he's the sort of bloke that if he's a bit like Rory, isn't it? If he suddenly turns it on, then all of a sudden he wins a tournament from nowhere. Is, is he somebody at 33 to 1 that you might want to have a look at as well? Yeah, I think, I think dealing with uh, Dustin Johnson first, he pulled out last week with a back problem. So having had that go against us, remember in one of our earlier mm. podcasts with Kevin Dahr, <laughs> when he, he pulled out with a bad back. Dustin Johnson, that's got to be a concern of him. Although, as you say, he can just win. He, he won recently and he's, he's got a great course record here. So if he was all right, I mean, it is a, a gamble. And 33 to 1 is far bigger than we're used to seeing him. So it's a question of kind of, you know, you're taking a risk. It's built into the price, I guess. So he could do. Kepka's more interesting from a different level because his form's just gone. But as you said, he, he played well, really well, Tita Green, despite missing the cut at the 3M Open. Um, it just put in was horrendous. Absolutely terrible. That can kind of come and go. I mean, he, he put it okay at Memorial the week before. So he just needs to kind of put a couple of rounds together, Brooks Koepka. And um, I was looking at, quite, obviously, one of the big things on this podcast, we look at quotes um, in the press conferences. I've got a feeling he might be called in today. Well, I'm almost certainly sure he will, that, but that'll be later today as he's the defending champion here. But I did look at some of his old quotes here and this is one of his very favourite courses he said it ahead of last year's event went on to win so it's not just him sort of trotting out menial stuff about I love the course he genuinely does like it he thinks it fits him really well so yeah again he's at a far bigger price than we're used to so talking of Kepka just to sort of finish off as a former world number one John Rahm this is his first start as a world number one now he was interviewed uh, yesterday, and he kind of that was one of the that was the theme of the press conference. You know, how are you going to how are you going to kind of deal with being number one for the first time? And he says all the right things. It's easier said than done. And they asked Justin Thomas as well, a former world number one, that he was interviewed yesterday, and he said yesterday uh, when he became world number one, he said, "I just remember being a little more nervous that week because it's like you know, all eyes are on you, and you're the best player in the world, so you feel you should kind of play up to that." And that's a big comment, I think. You have to justify being well number one you feel like almost you've got to do something different above and beyond what you've already done so that would just make me wary of backing John Rahm this week as much as he's trying to say you know I know what's expected I can deal with it I just think to try and play brilliantly first 
tournaments that you're world number one as a young guy, it's it's asking a lot. So I think, you know, we talk about the mental aspects of golf. I think that's one that could play on him a little bit this week. You're there to be shot at and there's only one way, one direction you can go from world number one, isn't there? That's the, that's the only problem. Well, that's, that. that's the way you can certainly look at it. Yeah, I mean, I remember Martin Keimer really struggled with being world one. So, yeah. Uh, I think I just want to see how Ram copes with it before pulling the trigger on him again. Well, Dave Tyndall, I think the things I've taken from what you've said today, you look at the uh, top end of the market in this one because the tournament has a history of uh, certainly top 15s being in contention more than that most. Patrick Reed, 35 to 1 each way, and Tyrrell Hatton, 28 to 1 each way are your two picks this week. Thank you. Thanks, James. Thank you very much indeed then for listening to the Golf Betting Podcast. Good luck with all your bets out there and remember, gamble responsibly as well. And if you follow Dave Tindalint, then best of luck. If you don't, go your own way and best of luck with those two. And we'll see you next week on the Golf Betting Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.